money often costs too much. It's a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Lends itself to what I want to discuss this evening. See, I'm I'm doing pretty good for myself, financially speaking. Um, I'm not a rich man, but this harvest is the farthest from broke a nigga ever been, as Fonte once said. I'm even doing like especially good in a pandemic. So like when most people, you know, have lost their jobs or had like a significant reduction in when or where they can work. I just got my work commute eliminated. Right? So I'm saving on gas, car insurance cut down. I'm doing all right, and I'm blessed in that. So as much as people, you know, they like to preach independent wealth and, you know, having multiple streams of income and not being beholden to the system, it's not necessary for me. And I like it like that. And I also find it to be a misnomer that, like, you know, wealth can be independent. Right? You're still beholden to this system, right? Because uh, you're going to pay taxes anyway. Um, wealth itself is a product of the system. Right? So I would like to make more money. Right? And I even got some plans to do so. Even this, you know, with this podcast, I, I would like for it to be, you know, become something great. But I'm not going to fight for it if it costs me. Because I'm comfortable. Right? I got bars. I would love for my talent to make me a richer man. But, you know, I refuse to be a struggling artist. And if nothing comes to fruition from all of my ideas, I'll be fine just doing them for free. Because I love the art. Right? <clears throat> I've worked really, really hard in my past to put myself in a position to thrive, you know, in a manner of speaking. And I also find myself very much in tune with the fact that more money it's not going to make me a happier person. Right? Cuz not only have I been happier with less. I've read and I've learned that you know, wealthy people become worse as they attain more. Right? And I can say for myself, 2020 was a year where I experienced more loss than I care to even remember. It was, you know, I, I lost my four-legged best friend. I lost friends. I lost family. It was a very fucked up year for me, personally. Um, my mental health wasn't the best. Like, I was really, you know, in a lot of ways depressed and super anxious. Um, didn't take, you know, mindfulness serious enough. So I was out here bad, super unhappy. But my money was great. It was all good. You know? So I, I see now, even as I, you know, I'm going to be making more money. As I move up in my career with whatever career choices I take. But even with that and any any riches that might come from my talent, it's not going to make me a happier person. You know what I'm saying? Happiness comes from, you know, it's cliche as hell, but happiness definitely comes from within. Right? And there's way simpler things that I engage in every day that make me happier. It's not going to cost a whole lot of money. Now... I want to raise a family one day. It's going to cost some money. I like to travel a whole lot. That's going to cost some money. But I like to think those things will take care of themselves eventually. It's not a motivator for me to try to put myself in a position to amass wealth at the cost of my happiness. Right? And I think the sentiment that success is rooted in wealth has also led to like way too much of the focus of rectifying systemic white supremacy 
is on patronizing you know black media and arts movies and music and shit like that and you know patronizing black businesses and don't get me wrong those are all very important because those people are very much beholden to the system just like the rest of us right just by living here being an american but i think there's too much focus on it and then we lose focus on other things of equal and even greater importance, right? So what about black medicine? And I'm not just talking about healthcare for black people, I'm talking about black doctors. What about education? And not just black students, but black educators. What about the rigor of what law is for black people, not just on one side of the criminal justice system where we've been victimized but what about the people who are black attorneys and the rigor that they endure right there's this idea this sentiment that um black liberation comes about from you know black economic power right but if black liberation is only attainable with black economic power and wealth building then eventually we're gonna have to reconcile ourselves with the fact that it's only attainable the same way wealth came about for anybody else in the first place that economic power right only the way that they did it right the way this model is built people are your competition and your customers right building generational wealth comes about from restricting wealth and resources from other people it requires an entire oppressed class, requires war, requires bloodshed, backbiting, greed, hate. It requires all of those same things that the people that have it did to get it in the first place. You also got to reconcile the pursuit of the wealth with the fact that very few people can have it. Because in order to get excess, you have to be willing to take it from or convince people to give it to you willingly, both in excess. All right. So then, very few black people will ever be free if that's if that's the method that we have to take to get there. Because the few have to siphon from the many. You see what I'm saying? If that's the method. But I don't think that to be the case. I think there's way more to it. And I think money is it's just money. We are not allowing to have such control over our lives because it's not going to change you. It only makes you move what you already are. This has been Real Nigga Quotes Radio. Thank you for listening. I hope you stay tuned because I'm just getting started. Peace. <laughs>